There's all kinds of things you could be looking at and measuring to make sure your business is headed in the right direction. That can be overwhelming and it's hard to know what to focus on. In this episode, I'm gonna give you some of the metrics I think you should be focused on for business growth. It's time to become the overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. Hey there, how you doing? Yes, 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 it's me again. Your good buddy Fern, back with you for another fun-filled, exciting, informative podcast. Yes, yes, thanks for joining me. Hopefully you've been enjoying the show and it looks like it's going to keep raging on. Isn't that great? I have no no plans on stopping this anytime soon and I think we're just uh, we're just getting started here. So thanks for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about some metrics in your business. Um, but before you do that, before we do that, I should say, I want to remind you that coming up in April is the very first Overdog Business Retreat. And I really want you there, all right? I think it is going to be an unforgettable experience for you. So I really love you to be there. There's a couple of spots open, including one VIP ticket because the VIP ticket sold out almost immediately. And uh, unfortunately, one of the ticket holders who had one of those VIP tickets cannot attend. So that did open one up. Uh, So if you wanna stay Basically, if you're not familiar with it, I want you to go over to overdogdigital.com forward slash business hyphen retreat. But if you go to the website, you'll see the tab there at the top about the retreat. What I just wanted to do was I wanted to create a live experience that was different than the big conferences, something more intimate, something more relaxed, and something that's going to have great value for you as a person, as a human being, as an owner, as well as for your business. So the the goal is to create um, an event where we can work on your business and as well as help you relax and operate with less stress and just have more happiness in what you do. Because I think that's a very big important part of your business and that's you and then making sure we're not just building a business at the expense of ourselves. So this retreat is, is mind and business. That's what we're gonna be focusing on. And I rented out a unbelievably gorgeous mansion in Scottsdale, Arizona. This place is beautiful. And we are gonna be hanging out outside, poolside, and it's gonna be discussions, information, and you're gonna be able to ask really relevant questions. It's gonna be very interactive. So it's gonna be such Uh, an important way, I think, for you to clear your head a little bit, get clear on the things that you need to focus on in your business, uh, have a little fun, and meet some really cool, like-minded people. So I really want you to come. There's a couple tickets left. It's coming up in mid-April, and I really think you're going to be there. I promise you, you or your business will never forget it. All right? Now, uh, I have to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by our buddies over at Goose. You've heard me talk about these guys a lot. You know I'm very big on this, and I'm going to be talking in an upcoming podcast in the next couple episodes about um, trends in the uh, industry. 
and one of that is going to be about technology. Uh, the technology, I think, in this next year or two is going to uh, change. It's changed all around the industry, but within the industry, I think we need to catch up. And that's why I'm such a big fan of Goose, is they are leading the charge and on the cutting edge of what technology can do for your daycare. So basically what Goose is, is it's a modern booking and management software. So everyone has software to, you know, manage the, the daycare and the boarding bookings and coming in and out, vet records, all that stuff. But Goose is going to be a game changer. It's like, it's like your, your software on steroids, all right? Or like the latest updated version that has tons of bells and whistles that none of these other softwares as of now, I think, really have. So the difference is your customers love it because it provides a branded looking site uh, so they can book online anytime, which is so important, and it adapts the look and feel of your business, okay? So your color, your logo, so it's, it's basically like it's your software, all right, not Goose. Your staff loves it because it makes it easy for them to check in and check out. It helps business run smoothly. It reduces questions and phone calls and the back and forth, and you as an owner will love it because it has built-in revenue management controls to help you maximize the money you have coming in. So it's good for everybody end to end. So I'm a big fan and I think you should go check them out. You can look them up at goose.pet, G-O-O-S-E dot P-E-T. And they are giving anyone who is a listener of this podcast 250 bucks off. Just tell them Fern sent you. All right, now let's get into it. All right, how do we keep score in your business? What are the things we have to look about, look look on to make sure that your business is headed in the right directions. I am not a numbers guy, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. Full transparency here. I'm not good with numbers. I shouldn't be trusted with numbers. I have a team of people that do that stuff for me. My wife is my personal numbers person. Uh, However, I remember having a business coach a long time ago. This is the guy who actually taught me Facebook ads. And he said, Fern, you got to know your numbers. And he beat that into my head so much. You got to know your numbers. You got to know your numbers. All right. Because they will dictate everything. All right. And a lot of times you think you're doing really good. Like at the time, I thought I was doing great. And then I found out what my numbers were and realized, uh oh, that's not quite so, so good. That's why a lot of companies, they get lost in how much revenue is coming in and they see this big number, but they forget that there's still expenses and stuff. And again, this is what happened to me. I thought all this money was coming in. I didn't take into account the expenses that I had going out and I realized, wow, I really didn't profit that much. So there's a bunch of different uh, things you wanna look at. And basically they're called KPIs, key performance indicators. What are the different metrics that are most important? There's a lot of things you could focus on, but what are the most important things that you can just zero in on and kind of get a sense on how your business is doing and what we need and set goals. So we know, okay, this is how we're doing. This is our goal. And you could see if you're improving or not, you know? So no matter what it is, I think it's good to get a baseline of the metric. Where are you now? And then let's monitor it month to month and then see where you're going. All right. So I know if I'm down in this particular metric, my goal is to come up to a particular point at the end of the month, I can assess and see if I've done that. And if not, what are the necessary changes that need to be made so that we don't repeat that over and over again and next month is better? All right, so number one, I think, is your occupancy rate. You know, specifically, we'll, we'll start with just definitely boarding, all right? What is your boarding occupancy rate, okay? And that, I want you to look at that. Now, that's something that you can't really 
that's more of a yearly metric you look at uh, is because, you know, obviously boarding in December is going to be very different than boarding in January. You really can't compare those two. Uh, but I think the important thing is year by year. So you should be comparing January of 2024 from January to 2023. Okay, and definitely I'm going to tell you to make your goal for all of the busy high times, you know, the holidays, the summer, um, your goal should be to max out. Okay, and I think a lot of my clients are, are seeing that. Um, they are maxed out for those busy times, all right? So what are those metrics? You know, so write down the numbers. I think it's important to keep a spreadsheet. You know, keep these, you know, your, your key performing indicators, your KPIs <clears throat> on a spreadsheet so that you can look at them monthly, yearly, compare, see how you're doing. And the key thing is just observing the data is nice, but what are the action steps that will actually change something? right because if you do nothing odds are probably stuff is going to just stay the same so if we want things to change we need to be taking action and that way you can see what action is driving results so if you take a particular action one month and the next month is a lot better you could say wow okay um i if you if you can't even if you can't directly relate it to the particular actions you took you know there's like a, a not a direct correlation where you could see definitely this action gave this result um you can actually see okay I did these things and I'm getting more activity, so these things are actually probably doing the right job. They're doing, they're doing their job, so we gotta keep doing them. All right, so I want you to calculate what your normal occupancy rate is on off seasons and stuff. Now, I found there's not a hell of a lot you can do with boarding um, for people who are, you know, you can't force people to take a vacation on another day, but uh, one of the things that, that works well with boarding is uh, search engine optimization, all right, and, and perhaps Google Ads. Because uh, people may be going on a business trip, you know, or something. We don't know that. And they're going to be looking for some place to board their dog. So uh, they're going to head to Google for that. So if we're trying to boost, you know, if, if you're trying to boost, especially in those off times boarding, uh, I might focus on my SEO efforts, you know, trying to improve the search engine optimization of both your site uh, your website as well as your Google business profile can help with that as well as if you've got a bigger budget, you can also run Google search ads. All right. Um, next is your customer retention rate or, you, or I should say your repeat customer rate. Okay. That's another good KPI is the percentage of customers who return for services. All right. And that's what you want. We're trying to figure out how do we get people to come back again and again and again. And I would say, I also want to try to see how many people do multiple services. So if you offer, say, boarding, daycare, and training, how many do more than one? You know, I want your daycare, you know, definitely your, your daycare customers should be your boarding customers, but a lot of them should be a grooming customer and also a training customer. So, you know, look at your, your how often or, and, or, well, I shouldn't say or, and, how often are they coming? So if it's daycare, are they coming once a week, twice a week? And if we're trying to raise those numbers, we have to do particular specific targeted campaigns to cross sell them or upsell them into different things. And that's, again, something we do with our clients all the time. We're always trying to maximize the revenue from each individual customer. So we're constantly saying, okay, you need grooming and well, we got daycare too. You got daycare, we got training. It's a perfect time for training and doing a lot, making a lot of offers to your existing customers. I always say the, 
the biggest opportunity for growth and revenue is your existing customer base. It's easy to sell someone who already knows and trusts you than to find somebody totally new. So let's focus there first. So, but figure out what are the average, you know, what, what do the average person do? What is your, is their average customer base? Do they, do they typically do twice a week at daycare? And if that's the case, what can we do to make them to come three times for daycare? Or what can we do to get them to try other services? So start to look at the numbers and see where you're, where you're sitting there. And a lot of times, you know, when I do this, sometimes with customers, they realize, wow, we don't really have a lot of repeat business. Like, why is that? You know, well, maybe it's because we haven't even really put a lot of effort into having them come back. You know, we have to do our part to get them to, to make it easy for them to do more business with you. Okay, um, and then we also want to know that leads into the average revenue per customer. Okay, the amount of you know spent by a customer for your services, also known as the lifetime value of your customer. You've heard me talk about this forever. Okay, lifetime value is always my most important metric of them all. I want to see how much value we can provide to each person so they spend as much money with you and we're going to take such good care of them that they stay for a long long time so i'm not going to talk about how to calculate average lifetime value i believe i did that maybe in episode one believe it or not um i think i did way back then we talked about calculating your average lifetime value but basically you find out what does the average person do in your daycare how do they use your your services so if they come twice a week for your daycare you add that up and then you add up, you know, how many typical weeks a year does the average person come? We add that up. What other services they use? Boarding, training, daycare, grooming. We add those up. And then we see how many years do we, how does someone usually stay with us? Two years, three years, whatever it is. And then we add all those numbers up and it gives you your average lifetime value. So, and you're always trying to say, okay, how do we increase that number? How do we keep getting people to spend more with you and to first stay for longer? Okay. Really good number to know. And uh, for boarding, it's, you know, the average length of stay, you know. So if they're boarding with you, or they, do you see a lot of people just doing uh, one day or two days? Um, especially when you're looking at the holiday weeks, uh, you know, you want to kind of see what your averages are. Because if you see a lot of people are going away for, you know, say uh, a weekend, two days. So that's where, you know, you know, maybe we need to make a special, you know, two-day rate or something, you know, or do something special for a weekend, a weekend getaway boarding package. Or maybe, this is especially during busy times, having a minimum length of stay. You know, wow, it seems like a lot of people, we have a, a high percentage of people only booking like a day or two on the holidays. And that's killing us because they're taking space. You know, we could fill that space for people who want to stay the whole holiday. So maybe you need a a minimum three nights stay during those high traffic times. And that'll, you know, allow you to maximize uh, the revenue you get during that time. Um, but again, it's just good to know this. Another number it's good to, to know and to focus on uh, is the number of incidents you have with dogs inside your daycare and I guess anywhere in the facility, all right? Um, what are the number and the nature of accidents or, you know, issues reported? This is an important number because you can see how well your staff is doing. Maybe they need some training, some education. Uh, I remember I was coaching one client and they had uh, five, uh, five locations and they had three 
um, incidents in a month. And I'm um, like, okay, first of all, I was like, well, is that three? Like, wh where, where did they come from? And it turns out they came from all one facility. So obviously we're already seeing now there's a problem with this one location. And then, we're look, then we have to look at, okay, is, that, is this something that's new or is this something that is, you know, ongoing? And, you know, we can see now that this is a, a chronic problem with this. So we need to do something. We need to either change the environment. Maybe we need to do better screening of dogs coming in or kick out dogs quicker before problems arise. Or the staff needs to be better trained in how to handle things. Could be one of or all of those things. But you want to track that and you want to celebrate, you know, the good months with your staff. You know, wow, zero incidents the last three months. You guys are awesome. You know, celebrate that with them. It's good to know these numbers and share with them. The more you make your staff a part of it, the more they feel a part of your business and not just a hired hand. Uh, you want them to get uh, invested in it. So I think it's a good thing to share with them. And if there's problems, you want to share with them too. Say, hey. What can we do to improve this? This is not this is not good. What do you guys think? And you guys can brainstorm together. And obviously, your marketing return on investment. Okay, uh, what marketing campaigns are successful and which ones are not doing well? So for and, I, and this is I think a lot of a problem that a lot of people have. Uh, like you know, I, I find when I'm interviewing people who are interested in, in having us work with them and they've done some advertising in the past, I start to ask them about them, trying to figure out what's working for them, what's not working, so that you know I can better direct our efforts. And often, they have no idea of the direct metrics of the campaign. They haven't set up any tracking. They don't know if it works. So it's hard you know, to just get, I don't know, I did these things. I'm like, well, okay, how many leads you get? What was your cost per lead? And they're like, I don't know. Uh, you know, how do we really know if it's working? All right. And the cool thing on, on digital marketing is if we set up conversion tracking, the systems know when you've gotten a lead and it can optimize the result, the, the future campaigns because of that. So it's important to know what your cost per lead is, if you can, which is not always is a little bit trickier. Cost per lead, I could, you know, with my software, we can figure out very easy you know, but sometimes cost per acquisition is a little tougher because someone may convert to a customer after, you know, the sales cycle might be a little longer and they may not just do it all online. If everything's online, it's really easy to track. But when they go to a phone call or they, they come in or, you know, that's when it gets a little tricky. So you might not have those exact numbers, but you want to try to have at least, um, you know, you should be able to see the amount of leads coming in from marketing campaigns and, you know, what's our conversion rate on them. So, and that's kind of what I do with, with, with clients is that, okay, we start running these ads. I can see all the leads coming in. You know, my personal metric is I'm trying to get leads for under 10 bucks under normal circumstances, under like the summer or holiday, some, some holiday months like December. If I'm running lead campaigns, I'll, which I don't run at that time because it's not a great time for leads, but I'll take, I'll take like $20 leads. Or if it's a different kind of offer, Maybe it's a bigger offer, like a package. Um, I'll take, you know, sometimes 20 or even $30 leads, depending upon what the offer is. But you need to know kind of what you're shooting for and kind of see, that's how I do it. So like I'm looking at the campaigns every week and as long as I see that my cost per lead is good, I keep the campaigns running. And when I see the cost per lead climbing, then I'm like, okay, maybe something I have to change something, you know, so that's when I'll switch out some of the creatives to try to give it some new life. 
again, monitoring the metrics. And then when I see that it stops converting is when we need to change a campaign. So that's when we'll switch things up. But, you know, you got to have some baseline of knowing the numbers. You know, for engagement campaigns, we look for other metrics. For that, I'm, you know, I do specific campaigns just to drive engagement. So I'm looking for shares. I'm looking for comments. I'm looking for maybe video views. We just want people to engage. And that's a lot for uh, branding and just getting touch points out, you know, on the brand. So I think it's whenever you're running marketing campaigns, number one, you got to know what your objective is, you know. A lead campaign is different than a branding campaign. You're really not looking for a conversion in branding. It's still valuable. And we've talked about that, why branding is so important. Uh, and I think it's going to be more important. I'm going to be focusing a lot more of that with my clients in this next year because I think branding and positioning are going to be critical, especially as competition rises. So um, I was just talking to my team about that and how we're going to better help our clients establish themselves as an authority and make their brand so known in the area. Um, so I think that's important too. Okay, next up is your staff. Okay, what is your staff retention rate? This is a business, an industry with crazy high turnover. Don't fight it, okay? We're gonna you do your best to try to help it, and that's why knowing the staff retention rate will help. But just know an entry-level position is you're gonna have some churn, all right? It's very similar to the restaurant industry. Okay, it, the nature of an entry level position is people are not going to stay in it forever. All right. This is not a, a career for most of these people. So you're going to have some churn. But what is it? Okay, what is the turnover rate of your employees? Is the average person staying a month, six months, a year? And you want to see, okay, as we try different things to create a better company culture, uh, to try to provide different things for the employees, training, onboarding, all these things. Are we able to keep people longer? All right. And um, we did a podcast on staff retention with uh, Rich Slaughter of Canine Resorts, which was amazing. So I recommend you go listen to that too. But know your numbers. All right. Look at that month to month. What's the staff turnover? How are we doing? What can we do to change that? Another metric, which is, well, this one's not quite as quantitative, um, is I think, but I think it's important, is your stress level. Okay. How much stress are you having in this business? I like to do is to take some time, maybe each month, give yourself a one to 10 rating. One is you've got tons of stress. 10 is no stress at all. And if you're finding yourself being rated a five or under there, or, or even a six, I would say, do something. We've got to change something, okay? How do we get a little less stress. Now, this is something we're going to be talking about for all you guys coming to the retreat in April to try to help you that. But I think this is so important because I don't think there's anything really great about having a successful business that is totally stressing you out and just give you a heart attack. You know, um, we want to build a business that's great, but enjoy the process. All right. So your stress level is a very important metric to keep an eye on. And you know, in the grand scheme of all the things you got to focus on in your business, I've found that you fall usually way at the bottom of your priorities. And I think it needs to be the opposite. You should be at the top. All right. You are the most important asset in your business. All right. So you should be looking at those personal metrics and how you feel physically and mentally, because that will have a direct correlation to your business. All right. You, your business is only as good as you are. So if you want to improve your business, 
invest in improving yourself. Take the time, the energy, sometimes the money to do what you have to do to increase your stress level, make you a better person to show up there for your business, and that includes your, your customers and your staff. So a lot of times if you know if you don't know the, the hard numbers and everything, you, you kind of eyeball it and just give yourself an, a number one to 10. How do you feel you're doing on this? You know, how do you feel you did on this this last month? All right, if you don't know the, the specifics, it's okay. Just do the one to 10. What do you think's going on here? And then if you're not rating where you want, what is it gonna take to get it up? What can you do? And if you don't know, find some, find some help, all right? You know, because there's nothing worse than doing the same things over and over again and hoping for new results. That's the definition of insanity, actually. You know, doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for different results. It's never gonna happen. So maybe you need a little coaching, all right? Uh, hey, we're here for you. The, the inner circle, Overdog Inner Circle, our group coaching program is exactly what it's designed for, to give each other support and help people get unstuck. So um, you're welcome to check that out. But there's plenty of people out there, not just us here at Overdog, um, that are really good resources for you to find the things you need to do to get unstuck and to move forward. All right. That's it. That's all I want to talk about today. I want to give you some things to think about. Um, but I think it's, it's time to, if you haven't already been tracking this on a monthly basis, um, definitely yearly, but maybe, and also quarterly, but on a monthly basis, I think you should keep track of specific numbers in your business. And, you know, I think every business will have a little different priorities of what they're focusing on. But I think you need to have like a core five to 10 metrics that you're looking at every month and seeing which way are you going. And then, as we mentioned, what, is gonna, what are the action steps to change that? All right. I hope that was helpful. Um, I think it's important. Uh, so go out there, experiment with this stuff and get your butt to Scottsdale, Arizona with us for the business retreat. It is going to be amazing. Really hope you can make it there. Either way, I will see you on the podcast next week. Have an awesome week. Make it epic and I'll see you soon. If you'd like some help with your own business, head over to overdogdigital.com and you can sign up to have a free phone consult with me and we'll talk about your business goals, where you want to go, and we can see if you're a right fit for our services. 